podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the Quiltsverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Anna of Wax and Wayne Studio. Hi, everyone. Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey. And our special guest, Lindley of Lamb and Loom Fabrics. Hi, everybody. So before we jump into all the quilty fabric fun today, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Lindley? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name's Lindley Boyd. I live in Houston, Texas with my husband and two children and one dog. I run a fabric shop online. I'm a modern quilter, garment maker, and a creative body. What kind of dog? She's a mix. Um, maybe a little bit um, pit bull. Maybe we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but cute. I'm assuming she's adorable. <laughs> yes, she is. So kicking things off, um, we're dying to know, could you tell us the story behind your Instagram handle? Oh, yeah. Um, so everything probably started a few years back when my husband had an idea of um, running a home-based business. We thought about maybe organic farming or he started woodworking. And then later when I got pregnant, I started sewing for my baby girl. Um, and I just fell in love with sewing and buying all the pretty fabrics. And I was like, hmm, let's maybe do an online quilt shop, a fabric shop back then. And I started buying fabrics and started the Etsy shop and starting promoting my fabrics on Instagram. And that's Lamelon Fabrics you see today. Did you go through a bunch of different names before you settled on Lamb and Loom? Not really. Because I was mainly thinking carrying fabrics for children's clothing. So I want something cute. And and Lamb just came to my mind. It is a cute name. <laughs> Thanks. So what were the first few things that you used um, started sewing? I bought the geranium dress, um, the girl dress pattern from Made by Ray. And it looks like a perfect project. I don't want to start by sewing a bunch of random things that I don't enjoy. I want to make one thing that I really like. And I did that. And I really fell in love with sewing. Had you grown up sewing or was this kind of your first foray? It might be my third project. I, my first sewing project was like sewing curtains when I first got married. Um, my dad was a sewing machine salesman back in the days. But I never got into sewing in my childhood. Did your dad sell, was he working for a particular brand of sewing machines? Um, well, that was back in China. Um, so he worked in a sewing machine, I guess, factory, but it was all Chinese brand. Um, so nothing that y'all know of. of. <laughs> <laughs> Does he still have strong opinions about like sewing machines and does he give you advice? I think when I first started sewing and I was sewing on my cheap $30 Walmart machine <laughs> and I have all kinds of problems and I asked him and like he knew more than anything I knew. So he'll give me advice, but he doesn't know much. <laughs> <laughs> so we, should, we shouldn't start an Instagram account for him as our 
Tech. Oh, machine. <laughs> Tech. <laughs> yeah. So do you envision Lamb and Loom Fabrics will become a brick and mortar store one day? At this point, I don't see that happening. Um, I think our main focus is to to raise our family, um, raise my kids, I mean, in a healthy environment. And I don't want to, we don't want to focus too much on a business part. We want to keep it small. And currently it's pretty manageable inside our house. Um, my husband and I take turns watching our two young kids, they're two and four, and then operate things in, in our house. So I don't think that's this point we have big big dreams of have a big corporation <laughs> but maybe one day we'll max out our space and we may rent a public space for our uh, stock room um and i don't know we'll see so do you have um where in your house is your stock room uh it's actually when you walk inside um the door it's on the right of the house our, we have an open floor plan, um, so that space used to be or designed to be a dining area, I think. And but it's open, and we had that for our kids' playroom for a bit, and then we started building wall shelves for <laughs> fabrics, <laughs> and and the fabric shipments just don't stop coming. <laughs> How many bolts of fabric did you start out with? Um, so my first order was from Art Gallery Fabrics, and that was maybe 10, 15 bolts. And in the second, I bought some from Cotton Steel, some rifle paper orders, and that was maybe 10. So maybe around 30 bolts when I started the Etsy shop. So jealous. <laughs> <laughs> So for someone that's not familiar with your online store, are you able to tell us more about the style of quilting fabrics that they would expect to see? We carry most uh, modern quilting fabrics um, from popular surface pattern designers and textile designers. Um, they have great color combination and illustrations or patterns, you call it, for fabrics, and they work really well with modern quilts. How do you not buy all the fabric? Because I there's so many good designers out there right now. I just feel like that would be so tempting. That's a very difficult decision. Um, it was not a problem when I first started out, you know, so I need to build my stock up. <laughs> but it's starting to become a problem now. Um, yeah, so maybe I'll first look at their um, profiles, like their past collections, how how they how popular they are, uh, how how much people like them, and then I'll go with um, the the new upcoming release and see if I really like it. So you mentioned you stock art gallery fabrics, cotton steel. What other sort of brands do you stock in your store? Um, also have Wyndham Fabrics. They have uh, some awesome designers like Heather Ross. They have, uh, she designed really good children's fabrics. Um, also Moda. Um, we are a big fan of Ruby Star Society. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they have some nice uh, woven lines as well. Um, also we have um, 
Cloud9 fabrics, they carry organic fabrics. Um, Diamond Textile is a hot seller. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Lindley is looking behind her right now to see what fabric. <laughs> oh, also, we have um, fabric cotton from Studio E Fabric. Oh yeah, they're beautiful. Also got um, Andover too. Um, oh, Sarah yeah. Golden is uh, with them. Um, I like Sarah Golden's design a lot. In addition to quilting fabric, you also carry garment fabrics. Is that right? And yes, and patterns I as well. Yeah, because I started sewing garments as my first sewing project. So I always love sewing um, clothing. So I had some rayons and had some clothing patterns to, to go with that. So you've been running your shop for, wait, when did you start it? Three years ago? Um, no, I started one and a half years ago. One and a half years ago. Okay. So mm -hmm. um, in the year and a half you've been running the shop, what has been the most surprising um, facet to you? No, not the most surprising. What, what has been the most surprising thing about running an online shop? Um, I guess the growth. Um, I started the shop thinking, okay, I can maybe manage this as a part-time thing and slowly grow. But um, with the pandemic and um, our customers repeating coming to us, we just grow so fast more than I expected. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. That's a yeah. good problem to have. <laughs> <laughs> so we love your photography and could you tell us more about your photography setup like, and what sort of inspires you when you are setting up or creating a setup for your um, products? My photography um, studio is completely outside. Huh. Um, I use natural lighting. Um, we're in Houston, so we have good weather most of the year. I mean, good sunny weather. Um, so the lighting is always good. I have a DIY backdrop. Um, I learned from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's set up is really easy because our products are pretty small. So we don't need a huge studio setup. And I have a, a DSLR camera. And that's it. Could you give us three tips for someone that is new to product photography? Uh, sure. Um, I think lighting is really important. Do the photo in the shade, not in direct sunlight. Um, maybe also creative composition. You don't want to have the fabric lay the same style every photo. <laughs> and also, I learned to use photo editing software like um, on Lightroom and that may make a huge difference. Speaking of your products, you have a ton of beautiful bundles in your shop. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, do, you have, do you have a formula or any tips for someone who wants to, you know, curate their own bundles from your store? Yes. Sometimes I go from a print, um, like a big floral or a main hero print I really like. And, and I and I look on the look at the colors of that fabric and try to build around it, um, pull some smaller prints or some solids, and and then I I will end up with like ten-ish fabrics, and so that would be a good way to go. Or if you are inspired by a color scheme, a picture on Pinterest or whatever, um, you just take out the colors you like from that picture and 
try to find the perfect match that works with that pattern. Um, figure out how many colors you need, how many prints you need, and then there you go. And because we are online and it's very difficult to shop fabrics online, so sometimes customers shoot me a message, ask me if these fabrics look good together, I will usually reply, I'll sometimes take a picture for them and so they can see better um, if the fabric actually go well together. So you'll do concierge um, fabric curation. Yeah, I, I do that. I try my best. Um, Your DM inbox is going to be flooded with questions now. <laughs> I, I asked them to send me an email. So oh, okay. Maybe. So your in the email inbox will now be flooded. <laughs> I actually never considered about asking the person behind, like the online store, to put the fabrics together and help me try and visualize it. Because usually I'm like. Yeah, that kind of looks good together and then just kind of hope and wait when it comes in the mail. I like customers like you. <laughs> <laughs> I just typically buy more and hope that at least two thirds. Oh, you're my favorite customers. <laughs> I am a horrible personal accountant, though. <laughs> you mentioned that if people find uh, color palettes on Pinterest that they really like, um, they could use that for inspiring, curating their own bundles. What kind of um, color schemes catch your eye when you're scrolling through Pinterest or on Instagram? I think the most trendy color scheme right now is kind of like neutral tones because people are making quilts for their own home. And sometimes these mo modern houses, we don't need like really bold color schemes. Um, I like really striking color combination too. So if I see like a bright blue with some bright yellow and some surprisingly, sometimes they just look great together and it's not my first choice of colors sometimes, but surprisingly they go well together. So from time to time, we see you post new court kits on your online store and Instagram. And we've seen a few, we've ha also had a few kits um, made with our own designs. I think it was one with yours, Anna, and I think a yeah. couple of mine as well. Um, so do you have any advice for quilters that approach you, you know, to create a quilt kit? Uh, yes. Um, I love to find new quilt designers to work with. Um, sometimes they have the best design, best color combo in mind. Um, so I would ask them to show me their um, new pattern and some color combination they have come up with and then we'll work through some colors together and also it has we have to look into the fabric um, availability um, if we are able to get the fabrics in time at the release and we can do a kit together and what sort of makes a successful quilt kit um, a very good pattern with some awesome fabrics. Honestly, I haven't figured that out myself. Um, it's a hit and miss. What has been your most surprisingly popular fabric? Um, I think people really like the textured woven fabrics. Hmm. Yeah, I thought they may be harder to quilt with. But I think people are um, very adventurous and want to explore these new textures. 
So diamond textiles, um, dotted wovens, and the cross-embroidered fabrics are pretty popular recently. What fabric do you think is an unsung hero? Blenders, for sure. Because they look very plain by itself, but together they are great. Do you have a favorite one that you think everyone should have in their stash? The Speckled Metallics by Ruby Star. Oh, yes. They're the best. Yes. <laughs> They're even great as background fabrics as well. Like, they yeah. just look so pretty. That, and I really like the Ruby Star added up. As yeah, well. that too. That's I have like that whole line. Thebelf.com. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> They're just so good and it go well with so many different things and if you have an stash and you need something to tie the colors together ben there you go (laughs) (laughs) um so when you have time to sew what is your favorite type of project to work on um since i don't have time to sew a lot um i will pick projects that um that i'll use a lot (laughs) so functional objects around the house like um pillowcases clothing aprons like small projects mostly um because sometimes quilt takes a long time i was about to ask you is a quilt jacket in the horizon on your your project list (laughs) (laughs) i I don't think so it's really really interesting i would really like one someday but okay, consider I live in Houston. Um, I don't <laughs> wear jackets. <laughs> Wait, so it's winter there now. So do you oh. guys wear <laughs> what? Man is making fun of me. That's yeah. so so we're, we're to make. She's from Australia. It's summer yeah, where she's from now. Yeah, in the Northern Hemisphere. We're all in the Northern yeah, Hemisphere. Yeah, but not everyone who listens to this podcast is True. in the Northern okay. Hemisphere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do know where Houston is. <laughs> oh, yeah, where is that now? So, <laughs> so, like, if you were to go out, could, what kind of jacket would you wear? Because in New York City or in Pennsylvania, like, you'd wear different jack types of jackets because you have like a down jacket when it's like really really cold winter and then you have like a thinner sort of trench coat or jacket during autumn so um i think at the current weather we're in january um a fleece will feel very comfortable outside and that's the heaviest thing i wear all winter what my kids (laughs) are wearing shorts and short sleeves around the house right now and they go out to play for five minutes and they're in shorts that's so nice <laughs> yeah. it's time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions are you ready lindley yes okay anna why don't you kick us off okay what is your favorite time of day to cut fabrics and fulfill orders morning do you wear shoes while you're fulfilling orders i don't <laughs> Sometimes I wear house slippers. Socks and no socks. Yes, socks. Do you have like a one of those rubber mats to take the pressure off your knees? Or am I just showing my age by being concerned about knee health? <laughs> <laughs> um, my fabric room has carpet, so that helps. That makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your concern. <laughs> 
when you're working, music, Netflix, podcasts, or silence? Silence. The background of my children playing. So favorite snack while fulfilling orders? Coffee, for sure. <laughs> How do you take your coffee? With cream. Do you have a favorite traditional quilt block? I like flying geese. What is your favorite color? Rust. What's your favorite brand of solids? Our gallery. What's your favorite AGF solid color? Mediterranean. What color is that? Is that like a blue? Yeah, it's like a dark blue, but with a little green tone. What fabric do you order the most? AGF white linen or white fabrics. Solids or print fabrics? Print. Who is your favorite fabric designer? Alexia Abag. What is the last fabric you bought? Rifle paper. What's your favorite quilt shop? Lamb and Loom. <laughs> that was a trick question. Right at <laughs> How do you organize your fabrics? Um, in the shop, I organize by collection, by my own stash, maybe by color. And where do you store your scraps? In a wicker basket. Actually, being a fabric store, do you have a lot of scraps produced? Yes. Um, mostly when I consider scraps, it's like a qu um, quarter inch cuts from the bolt because I don't sell prints in quarter inch, uh, qu not quarter yard. Um, so I, I put them in a drawer and then when I have too many of them, I bundle it up and sell. So what sewing notion couldn't you live without? Wonder clips. What's your favorite ruler size? 6.5 inch square ruler. Uh, what is your favorite part of managing Lamaloom? Fine fabrics. <laughs> <laughs> what a dream. <laughs> um, what's your least favorite part of a quilting store? Of, oh, sorry, of managing a quilting store, I mean. Maybe fulfilling orders. Um, sometimes I don't like to drag too long for sending orders out. So I feel pressure if there's orders stacking in the shipment software. Who is your quilty BFF? Um, Jennifer Jones. Who is your quilty crush? Rianne Elise. Her stuff is so pretty. <laughs> What's your favorite recent make? Um, and the Harari jacket I'm wearing now. Oh, um, how many quilts or how many projects are in your work in progress pile right now? Actually one. Damn, I wish I was that. <laughs> <laughs> but that project probably would never get finished. It was like a baby dress. I started for my, my daughter. <laughs> so she's outgrown it now. <laughs> <laughs> So where, where do you store, where is that one project stored right now? In my now? scrap bin. Oh, <laughs> so I'm guessing it's going to get chopped up and just like else. <laughs> so do you have any other hobbies? Uh, I like to paint watercolor. That was my hobby prior to sewing. Also like to cook. Now we've got just a couple more questions before we wrap today up. Uh, who are three accounts you think everyone should be following and why? I've been working with a few new quilt pattern designers um, and they're super awesome. 
Um, so first one, say the quilting life, Annette Rice. She's really, really talented. Um, and also Taylor Kritz and Toad and So. And she, I think she is an illustrator, graphic designer by trade. And her new pattern is uh, coming out this Friday. And it's really, really awesome. And Jennifer Jones, she just a Penelope handmade. She's just a classic um, sewer. I love her stuff so much. I saw the kit that you put for her recently with the Florida prints from mm -hmm. Ruby Scott. That is really pretty. Yes. She she picked out the prints um, and did the mock-up first, and I just fell in love. Uh, before we sign off, do you have any fun projects on the horizon that you'd like to share with us? I would really like to make um, a shop apron out of the Harmony fabrics I got recently. It's the cotton linen blend, so it's a little heavier than quilting cotton. So um, I like to have some pockets for my wonder clips and my other things when I fill orders. So yeah, that's that's my next thing I'm going to make. So we need to wrap today up, and we hope that you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadcloth Studio. Wendy. I am the dot weekend quarter. Anna. I am at Wax and Wayne Studio. And Lindley. And Lemon Loom Fabrics. Or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website quiltbuzzpodcast.com for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we hope that you subscribe to the show and tell your quilty friends about us too. And if you have a moment to share what you love by writing a review on your podcast provider of choice, we'd be thrilled. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>